Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, if you love to snack, they just unveiled new black bean sun chips and barbecue flavored Fritos. Mm-hmm. Second, did you hear what Krispy Kreme added to their new fall menu lineup? Mm-hmm. A handmade apple fritter, mm-hmm. maple pecan cheesecake donut, mm-hmm. spiced apple filled donut, salted caramel brownie donut, and a pumpkin spice cake donut. Wow, they are really up in their game to try to get me in there. <laughs> yes, and you can uh, you can buy a variety pack too of all of those no mixed kidding. together. Yeah, we got to try one. That sounds really good. And finally, in the world of food, you are never going to guess who is dipping their toe into the chicken sandwich wars. Mm. Think of a fast food place you'd never expect. Shaquille O'Neal and Papa John's Pizza. Uh, No, it is Panda Express. What? They're adding a new orange chicken sandwich to um, as we speak. They're testing it out. No kidding. See if it does well. And I thought maybe Shaq would because he studies. seems like he's like really interested in expanding that business mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah, so, hmm, no sticking the pizza. Every every time we go to Panda Express, I embarrass my kids, and I'll say to the cashier, "Now reassure me, there there's no panda in this, right?" Every time. <laughs> every time. Oh man. <laughs> and every time the cashier will go, "No, <laughs> my kids will die at slow death." <laughs> it's awesome. I'm the best dad ever. Did you know that one in five people uses the Starbucks app regularly? Oh, like wow. 20% of the country. So if you're like me, you're one of those 20 percenters, there's something frustrating. You can't use the app when you go to like uh, Starbucks in a bookstore or a grocery store or whatever. That's about to change. Tell you what's happening next. So a uh, big news for people who love Starbucks. I, and I don't know that there's anybody on the planet uh, who loves it more than, more than yours truly, right? But uh, supposedly 20% of people are using the app and there's a frustration we all have. And that's when you go to like a grocery store or a bookstore or something and they have a Starbucks inside and you try to use your app. They'll say, oh, sorry, we're, we're not a Starbucks. We just sell their coffee mm-hmm. in this bookstore, in this you know Target or whatever. Um, so they are changing that. Oh, you will wow. be able to use your app to order. And more importantly, for those of us that use the app, you can get and use those little star points. So very cool. Yeah. If you're like me, it's like you, you, you rack up those star points pretty quick. You get a free coffee every week or so. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're in one of those stand or one of those, um, you know, like, I don't know what you call them. One of those licensee places, you can't use it. And it's frustrating. Yeah. So. I had no idea. I can't wait to ask my niece about this. She doesn't do this anymore, but she managed a Starbucks inside a grocery store. Uh-huh. And um, it was tricky because she didn't get any of the benefits whatsoever of being a Starbucks employee. Oh, no kidding. And she was considered a grocery store employee yeah. when it came to benefits, everything, oh, everything except the uniform. Because um, so. we, we met a guy the other day at a ball game. We're at a ball game talking to a guy in front of us. And his son is about to graduate. You know how they do free uh, college tuition for, yeah. I forget what school it is. Is it University of Arizona? I think so. But it's online. online. school. Yeah, I yeah. kept begging my niece to go apply to a normal yeah, he's Starbucks. Yeah, he's about to graduate. That's awesome. Free. That's like, incredible. No bailout, no Uncle Joe wow. sending a check. Here you go. No, do you know he, what he wants to do with his degree? I don't know. Manage a Starbucks? <laughs> I don't know. That's awesome. I'm not sure, but I thought that was pretty cool. So, good news if you're like me and you use that app all the time, you're going to be able to use it even in those kiosk-type stores that aren't, quote, really a Starbucks. Hey, do you talk to your pets a lot? Coming up, see if they respond to this. Hey, do you like your uh, to talk to your pets a lot? 
What gets your dog to come running? (laughs) (laughs) Over half of dogs will respond if they just hear the sound of the treat bag compared to 37% who respond to the sound of their name being called. So in other words, your dog responds more to the treat than their own name. (laughs) The average dog knows five spoken commands. Close to 70% of dogs are strongly food motivated and they say that as if it's a bad thing. I'm strongly food made <laughs> motivated. That's how I roll. <laughs> we, we have it in our house. Uh, the treats are kept in a, a jar. It's similar to a cookie jar. Oh, cool. And when you open it, it has that sound of like a ceramic jar opening. They hear that. They they could be other side of the house, way in the corner of the backyard. They come sprinting. That's cute. When they hear that You noise. should do a video for us. I would okay. love to see yeah, that. Yeah. The better video of them is when uh, Tracy does peanut butter time. And she gives them all peanut butter Mm -hmm. because they stand there going, (laughs) like, because the peanut butter gets coated on their on their tongue. So they all sit there doing that over and over. But yeah, I can post a video. This is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Ever head into a long flight thinking, how many movies am I going to watch? Maybe I'll try to nap. Well, a plane full of passengers on Southwest Airlines headed to Hawaii on a six-hour flight, got quite the surprise. In-flight ukulele lessons. (laughs) They got to keep the ukuleles, too. The instruments and the lessons were provided by uh, that that store called Guitar Center. They were surprised with how many uh, people on the plane with zero musical experience picked up the new skill just on the flight. They learned how to play. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> you're trapped. You're you're, you, you're you're learning it. You get on the ukulele bus. It's positive peer pressure. Or just suffer through <laughs> people trying to learn the ukulele. So you probably know this. Uh, if you're a mom or a dad, there's new rules that apply if your child no longer lives under your roof. And I've watched my sister go through this. My niece, Laura, went off to college in another state. She's only been gone about a month. It feels like she's been gone like seven months. And I I keep noticing in my sister's speech patterns, she's like, yeah, I was working on that. But then Laura called and I dropped that. (laughs) Or I was going to get that done, but Laura FaceTimed. And if she FaceTimes, I drop everything. Mm. And it's really cute because I, I... I would be the same way if my child had gone off to another state and it was my oldest and I was experiencing the family dynamics change and wondering every day, how's my daughter doing at college? How's it going? And yeah, she just, it's really funny to watch. She's like, oh man, I barely was able to meet you. We went out the other night, Hmm. just me and her. And she's like, I barely was able to fit in some exercise after Laura called because it went longer than I thought it would go. And I'm sure every parent who's experienced a child going off to college or even summer camp or military service, you guys have the same rules. No matter what you're doing, you drop it all if your child calls. Totally feel where your sister is with her daughter going off to college. And now if that phone rings and it's her, drop everything to chat. Have you been there as a mom or dad? would love to hear from you. And if you are there and you feel like you're just not As close as you were, I have an idea for you next. An idea for when the kids go off to college to help uh, stay in touch and make it feel like they're right there with you. Uh, You were mentioning your your sister likes to FaceTime. If her daughter calls and wants to FaceTime, she drops everything, and it's all about the FaceTime. Um, We used to intentionally FaceTime with our son Kyle. He went to school in Boston, so there was no, like, 
driving home for the weekend, get mom's home cooking and do some laundry. It was mm-hmm. He was there until holidays, right? So when we would watch a movie on like a Friday night or something, if he wasn't going out and doing anything, we would text him and say like, hey, we're going to watch a movie tonight. Do you want us to f- FaceTime with you on, and on the laptop? And we'd prop the laptop up so he could see the TV. Ah. And he'd watch the movie with us. <laughs> wow. I mean, that now, is dedication. Yeah, nowadays, that's low quality by the time like, he's seeing it. You can do like shared streams or whatever, or oh, shared screens, okay. or or you can all like hit yeah. play at the same time and coordinate that way. But yeah, we would put it up. And that way he was like right there with us. The only downside was if we got like food delivered. <laughs> Ooh, and then he was jealous. Yes. <laughs> However, he's a smart, uh, resourceful young man. He would use that to go, wow. I sure would like to have a pizza delivered, too. So, <gasps> yeah, mom was on it. <laughs> Smart she had, kid. She had the That's pizza hilarious. place around the corner from his apartment in Boston on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> Speed dial. So she could order it for him, right? So where, where there's a where there's a FaceTime, there's a way. So, Taylor, you haven't mentioned anything. Didn't you have a uh, appointment with your surgeon, follow-up about your broken wrist? Yes, I did. And I did. you haven't mentioned anything about how it went. Ooh, okay, I can fill you Give in. Give you a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumb sideways. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll find out next. Have you ever had a, an injury that was like, wow, this is a big deal? I, I had said on the radio that I've never bo- broken a bone in my life. And the very next week, I <laughs> broke my wrist. <laughs> Dislocated wait, wait. and broke it. Wait. Hey, y'all, you know, I've never won Powerball. <laughs> Yeah, give it there. a try. I just wanted to put it out. <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, I was mountain biking. It was a very innocent fall, and I just happened to put my arm out, and there you go. And it started this long snap, journey. Snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> yeah, first I had to, I drove myself to the, well, no, first a guy named Angel, a real angel, helped me off the trail. Then I drove myself to the ER. They had to pop it back into place. They had Oof. to put me out. Sounds pleasant. And then a couple of days later, I had surgery, and I went through physical therapy. Fast forward to just the other day, and I had a follow-up meeting with my surgeon. And I checked out of that place never to go back, I hope. So, <laughs> I'm what done. does that mean? What does I'm that done. Mean? He's I'm, like, I've done everything I can I've for done you, everything or? I can. I have no more insurance for a physical therapist, y'all. Uh, I'm still working on my physical therapy. I'm not giving up on that. Doing it on your own, But it's right. got to be on my own because mm-hmm. my insurance ran out. And um, I'm not, I was not prepared for this emotionally at all, but I call my husband to tell him, like, I'm done. And I had that same feeling. I know people who are uh, runners can relate. I finished my first marathon. I don't know what it was, but I started crying. Mm. And I started crying. I think I was just so a mix of gratitude that that part of the journey is over. And also knowing there's still so much ahead. So it almost felt like it was like mile 20 of 26.2 yeah, that, that was because I've got is, physical therapy. I've got to overcome my fear of getting back on my bike because uh, I really want to keep mountain biking. It's like a sport I love that I worked hard on for years to get where I was. So there's a lot ahead of me. Yeah. So uh, the, in the what's next category with you, Taylor, for recovering from mm-hmm. your broken wrist. Yes. Did he give you any indication like when it's safe to get back on your bike? Oh, I mean, immediately. He said, you're clear to do anything you want to do. Cross-country skiing, mountain biking, road cycling, whatever I want. For me, it's more about overcoming fear 
and yeah. fitness. So I'm, I think what I'm going to do is get on my mountain bike and, and ride on flats for a while and just yeah. get those muscles going. Right. And then the other thing, I've never wanted to admit this out loud, but I need to get better about clipping out on my left. Uh, when you ride a mountain bike, you clip in to keep your feet on the pedals so that when you hit all the bumps and roots and rocks, your feet don't fall off the pedals. And I'm really good at clipping out on the right. I'm very right dominant. But I've got to get myself better because I, I fell to the left and broke my left wrist. Mm. Which, so. by the way, given the choice, wouldn't yeah. you rather have had that one? Yes, <laughs> definitely. After what I went through. Right-handed? Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, everybody's looking for every way they can to pinch a penny or two because everything's expensive and it seems like it's getting more expensive every day. And I read an article, this was actually about preparing for retirement, Taylor, but it was about how you can save some money nowadays. It was three things. One of them is kind of a a big picture thing, but the other two are everyday things that you can do. So the number three was uh, be reasonable about the type of house you decide to live in. Don't get too much house or empty rooms or whatever with the idea that you're going to have all these guests or... Tennis courts. When you don't play tennis, who needs to have the community tennis court if you don't play tennis or an equestrian neighborhood? But you need somewhere for the grandchildren to come visit. You need a bedroom for each family. We don't ride horses. (laughs) Why would we live in an equestrian neighborhood? So that was kind of a big picture one. But they were saying really be reasonable about where you want to live. And, you know, you could save hundreds, if not thousands a month, Mm -hmm. depending on, you know, how high you're willing to go with your house payment. Uh, Number two. A grocery shopping. They highly suggested looking at not just making a menu, but thinking through, okay, what are staples that we can buy in bulk? And we've got them rather than buying, I don't know, your favorite cereal every week. If you can buy it a bigger package, knowing you're going to eat it in a couple of weeks, you do that on a lot of items week after week after week, year after year after year, you're saving a ton of money. And then the last one, this one's going to hit us all, I think, hit a little too close to home for all of us. Rain in your Amazon spending. I thought you were going to say streaming services. <laughs> they said Amazon spending, that when we go through Amazon, they just made it so easy mm-hmm. to click purchase. My wife, she says this over and over again, Kevin, you're going to $20 into the poorhouse because I'll get a book. It was only 20 bucks. A CD, it was only $20. A t-shirt, it was only 20 bucks. She's like, you only $20. It's like 10 times a week. <laughs> it's a lot of money. So, uh. Yeah, that last one hit close to home for me. So maybe uh, start doing those. That'll help you not just for retirement, but for getting through paycheck to paycheck nowadays. Hey, do you know someone who's dealing with the terrible twos? (laughs) Coming up, top tips from a woman who calls herself the toddler tamer. (laughs) Hmm. Hey, do you know someone dealing with the terrible twos? Here are some top tips and tricks from uh, the of the trade from a woman who calls herself. The toddler tamer. Hmm. She's been working with the littles for 20 years. Um, Number one advice she has is use calm language. For example, I'm going to count to three. When I get to three, you can find a home for the remote control or I will. One. And you count very slowly. What tends to happen is they're kind of thinking, well, I definitely don't want you to find a home for it. I'll do it. (laughs) Her second advice, other than use calm, simple language, is mean what you say when you say it. Number three, follow through. And number four tip for dealing with the terrible twos, be firm and consistent. She said, though, you have to try all these methods for a solid 14 days before they start to work.
<laughs> before he'll give up. <laughs> I mean, she sounds really like, because she's got the British accent, she sounds like she knows what she's talking about. But the whole, tell him I'm going to count to three and you're going to find a home for the remote or I will. And then, okay, what do you do when the kid then goes and he throws the remote across the floor? Now I'm going to count to three and you're going to pick it up or I will. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> the, and the, these, these experts give you advice for in a perfect world scenarios, but they don't, that isn't how it works. At least not in my experience with four kids on a, on a practical level. Things, things go sideways during your very calm, let's find a home for the remote, shall we? Okay, so I can ap- appreciate the uh, the nice British lady and her parenting tip. For example, I'm going to count to three. When I get to three, you can find a home for the remote control, or I will. <laughs> like I said, that that sounds great in theory, but as a dad of four, real life just doesn't work out that way. What do you think? Would love to hear from you. It's Kevin and Taylor. Hi, Kevin. Hey, what's I going on? I was listening to the lady with the calm voice about the kids and stuff. Yeah. I was like, okay, you can use calm voice all you want, kids, but still not going to listen. I've been to a lot of twos, terrible twos <laughs> in my lifetime. Yes. Uh-huh. It's not calm voice. It's that put it down or you're going to get a pow-pow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's wrong with these kids today, being quiet voice. <laughs> and they're not thinking about that. They're listening and saying, oh, yeah, right. Oh, it's a follow-through. <laughs> You don't put it down and check, you're going to get a power. Yeah, I'm going to follow through. <laughs> Our son Kyle, he was like the calmest, sweetest, easiest kid in the world. And it was like on his second birthday, they flicked a switch and he turned into a monster for a year. Well, I've been through a lot of turbo twos. I have four kids of my own, eight grandkids, a lot of nieces and nephews. <laughs> uh-huh. It ain't going to be no calm. I'm going to count to three. No, when I count to three, you're going to be the guy. You'll be the guy to your power power back. Three, because you're not going to stand here and hold the remote and think about what you're going to do. It's going to be put it down or you're going to get a pow pow. All right. Well, thanks for calling. I love listening to you all. I listen to you every time I'm in the car. I love listening. Mm-hmm. And Kevin, you tickle me so bad sometimes. Some of your jokes are so bad, sometimes they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. They're so bad until they are very funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and Taylor have a blessed day. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. So I think it happens to every kid. It's on, on some level. Uh, the terrible twos come along and all of a sudden your little angel uh, can turn into a little devil, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, everything can be a big deal from getting dressed to trying to eat to, oh, oh, the battle of getting them strapped in the car seat when they when they figure out they can do that thing where they make their body go stiff. Mm-hmm. And they, you, oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're like afraid that they're going to get hurt if you like force them into the seat. Right. So you just wait till they, their little muscles tire out and they give up and boom, <laughs> then they sit in the car seat. So I'm, I think what happens is they somehow their little brains develop to the point that they understand I can control some stuff here. Yeah. And I can control it better and more effectively if there's an audience. one of my favorite stories of a two-year-old is that whole nature nurture thing it's so weird how kids can come out of the womb a germaphobe and he was at a bridal shower my friend julie's bridal shower her little nephew and he stuck his finger in the cake and he was so proud of it 
But then he was so freaked out that his finger was dirty that he mm. started screaming bloody murder. That's funny. Right in the middle of the bridal shower. So if you're in the middle of the terrible twos right now, hang in there. They last, yeah, about a year. <laughs> but it will get better. Have you ever noticed that uh, many times when a couple goes on a date night, all roads lead to either the grocery store or Home Depot afterwards? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. You try to have this romantic yep. date, and then you're like, but we really need this ingredient uh, for this recipe. <laughs> yeah, and so that happened to my sister and brother-in-law the other night, and I, I read an article that um, inflation is stressing out couples at the grocery store. For example, this couple, Scott and Jenny, um, she likes to sprinkle a couple of pine nuts on her salad, and it makes her feel, you know, pampered. Her husband Scott's like, "What? Have you seen the cost of pine nuts lately? We're not putting pine nuts on the salad yeah, you anymore." We broke down and, how um, much they are per nut. <laughs> yeah, and it played out beautifully with my sister Rhoda and her husband Ted. They had just gone on this romantic date night. It's his birthday weekend, and she needs a couple ingredients to make his homemade chocolate birthday cake. So, of course, they end up at the grocery store right. after the date night, mm-hmm. and they need hamburger buns. And he's like, the store ones are fine. And she's like, but these are organic and non-GMO, and they're just so much healthier. And they're telling us this story, and he said, you know what? We're on a date night. Get the fancy buns. <laughs> <laughs> So he caved because they were on a date night. Now, had it been just a normal day, he might have fought harder for the store-bought buns, the store brand. The next couple of days, every time I saw them, I'd go like, hey, honey, nice buns. (laughs) Got some fancy buns. So our producer Griffin and his wife Sarah were out at a very public setting, and something happened. He recorded it. We get to listen in, Mm. and he wants to know, how would you have handled this situation? So we've got Griffin in the studio with us right now. So you, you witnessed a, a scene or, or some type of a, 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 a uprising or something while yeah, you guys we, were out? What yeah, happened? my wife and I, we had a little date night, um, just the two of us. It was a nice night out. We decided to go to a restaurant and sit uh-huh. outside. Okay. Nice. And um, we had some unexpected guests join us the entire time we're eating our food. Six ducks at least. And they never left. They never left. With someone feeding them bread? I think they're used to people feeding them. Oh, no. It's a Mexican restaurant, and they especially go nuts when the server brings chips. Every time the server brings a new basket of chips, they go like that. It's insane. The entire time. Could you even hear yourself think, let alone have a conversation? We would have to talk really loud. And I, I mean, we just kind of put up with it and dealt with it. I mean, yeah. it was just us. We were fine. Here's the, um, here's but, the bigger question. Were yeah. you were you tempted to try the duck tacos? No. <laughs> Ew. Not at all. No. Because you know Gross. they're on the menu, right? No. <laughs> no. Those ducks look kind of dirty. Like, I don't know. <laughs> were there people that seemed visibly irritated by the ducks? I, I did see some people feeding the ducks down a little farther away from us. Oh, They wow. eventually started throwing them bits of chips. Mm. So Maybe I guess that's what they're used to. Try to get them to quiet down. Yeah, I don't think. Kind of yeah. like go, going to the beach and the people next to you start throwing food up to the seagulls. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great idea until the seagulls start doing what seagulls do all over you. <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh. Appreciate it. Oh. <laughs> do you think you'll go back for a date night? 
We'll take the kids next time. And that's free entertainment, right? <laughs> you'll probably, yeah. Forget probably the crayons. Go. We right. got the ducks. You'll go and they'll be like, sorry, they they flew south. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come, come, come back in the spring when they're headed north. <laughs> so we've said it a million times. Kids grow up so fast. You blink and boom. It's like college graduation time, right? Well, our youngest had a landmark birthday the other day. I'll tell you about it next. We say it all a million times, right? Don't blink. Kids grow up like that. It's mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're they're going off to school. They're moving out. They're doing their thing. And our youngest daughter had her twenty first birthday the other day. Oh man, it was it was def- it was emo- I think it was more emotional for me and Tracy than it was for her. You know, she was just excited and thrilled. And I got to give it to Trace. She went all out for making April feel like a queen. She ordered this. Uh, turning 21 gift box thing it had a tiara and a special like goblet made you look like you were you uh, know, cute. i saw the picture of her with the uh, with the tiara and i didn't know the story behind it and That's the awesome. sash she had a sash <laughs> you know it's my 21st birthday uh-huh. uh we went out as a family with some friends uh to take her out to lunch and it's funny because you know as we all know on your 21st birthday you are illegal to consume and buy alcohol so of course she's curious and she's like do you think I could try a drink? I'm like, you're 21, honey. You can do whatever you want. She's got this ridiculous thing in like a pineapple with umbrellas and cherries coming out of it and stuff. <laughs> she took one sip and went, oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what everyone's excited about. This is terrible. <laughs> that was it. That's she awesome. Didn't finish it. Yay. Yeah. But as part of this gift pack of uh, 21 years or 21 year birthday celebration, they give you a fake newspaper. And it shows you some of the things that were popular 21 years ago, like, you know, when she was born. So the top movies, Monster Inc., Shrek, and The Beautiful Mind. Those were all like the hit hit movies of the year. Uh, Some things that happened, of course, we all know 9-11 happened, but some other other things that happened. Uh, Apple released the iPod. Tell me that didn't change all of our (laughs) lives, right? In a huge way. And then I thought this was fascinating. What things cost? How much was a gallon of gas? 2001. Uh, 89 cents. $1.46. Mm. Gallon of milk was $2.50. A loaf of bread. If I could find bread for $1.82, I'd be thrilled. Yeah. And a dozen eggs. We go through eggs in our house like crazy. Eggs are so expensive right yeah, now. Yeah. They're wicked expensive. Back then, 90 cents a dozen. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? Man. And we were probably all complaining about how expensive things were, right? I'm sure we were all complaining. So anyhow, April, we could not be more proud of you. 21 years old. Wow. How did she get to be 21 and Tracy and I haven't aged today? (laughs) That's the big mystery, right? Talking about my daughter, April, turning 21. And with her turning 21, you realize as parents, your roles are, they're kind of changing. Like every year on her birthday, I think pretty much every year, I would get her some, some roses from dad. Um, but she's got a pretty serious boyfriend. So I said, instead of roses, I sent her a bouquet. I thought if her boyfriend's going to send her or get her a few roses, I don't want to, I don't want to outdo that. Ooh, by, you yeah. know what I mean? By, that was nice of you. So got a bouquet delivered with a happy birthday balloon and stuff. And she loved that but the real thing that told us a page is turning is our daughter amber who now lives in another city she came home to celebrate april's birthday with her and the night that she got home the kids all kyle amber and april the three of them they said hey we're gonna go out to target 
And we're like, oh, we'll go. And they're like, no, 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 no. this is just sibling time. I was like, oh, are you going for anything special? No. We're just going to go and walk around, hang Let's out. go hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Target. Is, <laughs> That's their mall. Maybe tar- yeah, Target's become the mall. For it has. Kids, it totally has. For kids nowadays. And they, they ditched us. And I was like, oh, my gosh. We used to do this to your parents, Trace. We would, because we moved away. And when we'd come home, we'd, you know, touch base and hang with them for a little bit. And then go, all right, we're going to go see some friends. And they wouldn't see us until, like, the next... That was Friday night. They wouldn't see us till Sunday. Yeah. And I said, we're, we're, we've entered that phase now. How did we become the people to get left behind? Did it sting a little? Because it would have me, for um, sure. No. Honestly, it didn't because we were so happy that our kids wanted to spend time together and catch up. Oh, that's good. That No, that was because, you know, one day we were not going to be here and it's going to be just them. And knowing that as they become young adults, they want to spend time together. That yeah, that makes a parent's heart just burst. That was just really cool. I guess I would have liked to have gone along, <laughs> but but had they asked us to go, we would have known it would have only been for spending power. That's the only <laughs> only reason they would have asked us to go along. 